welcome to another episode of I'm Single and She's Not. What's up, uh, everybody? Woo! I'm Chanel. <laughs> and I'm Chastity. And um, we're going to get into some things today. Yeah, this is our podcast. Thank you for, you know, tuning in week after week, or if this is the first week that you tuned in, this is our podcast. It's basically a weekly discussion on whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This week, ooh, we're going to talk about exes. It's going to just be just everything exes. (laughs) all-encompassing ex-conversation. If you yeah. love you know, how your ex became your ex, if you still fuck with them, if you don't still fuck with them. Yeah, why mm. you fuck with them or not. Why. Uh, yeah, just it's everything. Why. <laughs> all of the above. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Um, so. Yeah. So for those of you who have been listening to us already, then you know that uh, we go on to our current events section. Yes. So uh, who's going first? Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, cool. First. My article is one from the Washington Post, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is a drunk man broke into her house. This 82-year-old bodybuilder did a number on him. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> i seen oh. the video. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So her name is Willie Murphy, right? And she is an 82-year-old black woman, right? And somebody tried to break into her house in Rochester, New York, and they just chose the wrong fucking house. Sure did. Because she beat his ass. Like, oh, my God. And I quote, he picked the wrong house to break into. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what he did. Yes, he did. She Mm -hmm. was laying in her bed one day. Like, she was laying in her bed one night. And then... Somebody, like, is banging on her door, basically, is what happened. And she, like, he's banging on her door. He comes in, and he tries to rob her, right? And Mm -hmm. she whooped his ass, right? She scared off, um, she scared off the thief. She scared the thief into a closet after she shot him. Wow. She really wasn't the one to mess her, because what the hell? <laughs> right? She shot, she fought off, um, oh, God. She shot him, scared him into the, uh, scared him into the closet, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, her version of the story is, uh, that she worked out almost daily, right? And then mm-hmm. she has said, that when he was down, she was jumping on him. <laughs> then she poured a bottle of shampoo in his face, and then she started hitting him with his broom. Uh-uh. And this is a quote from her. I'm alone, and I'm old. Guess what? I'm tough. I hear that, Grandma. Because she, mm-hmm. from the sounds of it, she tore his ass up. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, Grandma was, wanted him to get medical treatment. Um, that's such a grandma to whip your ass and just make sure you're okay after. Oh, dear. Such a grandma thing. <laughs> oh, dear. So, like, she's, like, just super useful. She, like, the whole entire article is just, like, basically quotes from her just not acting like a grandma. She's just, like, when it snows in Rochester, guess who's doing the snow? Me. More power to her because I, I tried to do that one time. And was done. So for her, more power to her. Go grandma. That and that's exactly what he get too. Because you need to not go around fucking trying to rob and push yourself. Yeah, especially old ass women. I'm glad she whipped his ass and probably changed his mind about walking up on an old lady again. Never in life try to touch an old woman ever again. Exactly. Now you don't know who gonna put their foot in your ass. That's a fucking fact. And guys, like, you know, listeners, if you want to find this shit on Washington Post, just to see the video of this 82-year-old woman whose arms are, like, woof. Like, her arms are large as hell. She's scared. I believe it for her to be shoveling her own snow. Yeah, so, again, it is a drunk man broke into her house, and this 82-year-old bodybuilder did a number on him. That is the article. She's back. She's She's a boss. I'm never. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna be like that at 82. I know I'm not, and I'm not even gonna <laughs> put that That's into bad. the ether. But <laughs> if I was, I would not be upset about it because she both held to own. That's what I'm talking about. Mhm. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. So my article is just as crazy, um, but mine is the title is Arizona man narrowly avoid shooting and then they quoted him and he says a taco saved my life Mm. so (laughs) what happened is this man from arizona his name is ryan bishop he went to get a taco you know i guess he was hungry pulled over got a taco and then once he got a taco like he he is like pop 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 but he thought maybe like a rock like he hears pop 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 and the window of his car explodes and he thought maybe like a rock maybe broke his window so he they say he gets out his car he looks you know around and he doesn't really see anything next thing you know he hears pop 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 again and so he gets in his car and starts driving and then he uh, pulls over and calls the police. As he's calling the police, he sees a bullet sitting in his dashboard. Ooh. And then that's when he, like, kind of noticed that he was, like, too into his food when the shots rang out to really notice, like, okay, it wasn't a rock. He was being shot at. So now the reason why he says that uh, the taco saved his life yeah, it's because usually he drives with his window down and his arm out the car, which, I mean, I see people do. I never do that, but I see people do that all the time. So he, he's driving with his window down and his arm just hanging out. But because he got the taco, he decided to close the window so that his taco wouldn't fly everywhere while he was driving. And right where one of the bullets was, that first bullet where his window exploded, Right where that bullet was is where his arm would have been had he not had a taco. 
So he says the taco saved <laughs> He says the taco saved his life. So this man is clearly not from the hood of Arizona. Oh, of course not. Okay. Of course because not. I was about to say, never in life have I heard a gunshot and thought, ooh, maybe that was a rock. Honestly, if my window explodes, even if I didn't hear anything, the first thing I'm going to think is gunshots. Right? That's, that's, that's the first also, thing I'm going to think. Because when you said it, when you said he thought it was a rock at first, I was just like, wait, for what? What kind of rock makes your window smash? Like, it would have been like a boulder. Like, it would have been like a big-ass rock. You would have seen that. Yeah, or a high-speed rock. <laughs> You still would have seen the high school, <laughs> I mean, he's from he's from Arizona. Like, what can you expect? I mean, true. You know, all those states kind of just fuck me up, man. Because they're just <laughs> weird shit. It's weird shit. I don't, I, I mean, I'm trying, I was going to say, I don't think I know anybody from Arizona. And I'm pretty sure I don't. But I, don't think, I, do I think I know somebody from, like, Ohio. Like, I'm pretty sure I know somebody from Ohio. I've never been to any of those states, and no offense to anyone who's from there or lives there, but I don't really want to go there. I just don't know what you do there. You feel like I've never been to any of those. Like, I've never heard anybody say, let's get lit, we out to Ohio. That's fact, but apparently there's some spots in there, like, Apparently, Ohio got some low-down spots where all the where it be lit as fucking there. I'm gonna tell. Right. I'm a, I gotta. I gotta find. I wrote it down. I'm gonna find it though. All right, we out for your birthday. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> I I don't want to go, but apparently Ohio is the got some spots. But we're definitely mm-hmm. not going there for my birthday. You know. <laughs> all right. So, so let's see. What's... You. Oh shit, me first. Um, what's going on in my life? Um, nothing new really. I mean, I just still been trying to be on my healthy shit. Mm-hmm. And what else has been going on in my life? Nothing. I'm coming to New York. Well, by the time you guys, well, when they hear this, it'll be Wednesday. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to New York this weekend for Thanksgiving and I'm staying in New York for Cheyenne's birthday so she's so lucky that we love her because we're going to come home. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that should be fun and got a ton of outfits for that weekend so any of you who follow me on Instagram should probably see me flooding the timeline for once in a while. But yeah, that's really it. She looks good. You know, it's about, it's about time to, you know, to, to hop out, you know, on my Beyonce shit, you feel me? <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be, well, I'll be in New York with Chanel and the rest of everybody getting crazy. That's what's going on in my life right now. We're going to get so drunk. We're going to get so drunk. It's, been a, so it's drunk. been a little while. But, yeah, what's going on in your life? Um, all right, let's see. What's been going on in my life? I found a therapist. That's been fun. So I'll have my first appointment in two weeks, and then, you know, hopefully she doesn't think I'm a complete psychopath and decides to continue to see me. But (laughs) that's been an interesting 
ride to go on, mm-hmm. you know, this uh, search for better mental health, especially since my insurance does not cover it and I'm coming like a hundred dollars out of pocket per session. But you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, you can't put a price on mental health if you can afford it. You Facts. know? If yeah, you can't anything. afford it, then do what you do what you gotta do. But I luckily happen to be at a place where a hundred dollars isn't crazy mm-hmm. for me. But like, you know, all in all, as a country we need to do better with making mental mental health. You know, better to health in general. Yeah, that's health in general. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's been fun. Um, what was it? I think like two episodes ago, I said I was gonna try to be a hoe. Like I was gonna try to go like reconnect with my wholeness. You know. Mm-hmm. So How's that been going? I had okay, okay. So you remember last episode we were talking about the guy who ghosted me, right? Mm-hmm. So he hit me up. And was just like come through, and I'm like it's a it's a Saturday. I just go home and go to sleep. So I'm gonna pull up, you know. I think I'm meant to be a wife. Is this is the moral of this story? Because I pull <laughs> up, right? We go to BBQs, we get some margaritas. You feel me? I had already. Been oh my gosh! I, I didn't. He was there. No, no. This, this is was a separate time. I went, I went to BBQs two days in a row. Because oh, I'm just okay, it makes more sense now. Yeah. I went to BBQs two days in a row. So, like, he, um, we had gone out. We went to BBQs, got some drinks. I had already been drinking before that because mm. um, the Sounds show like that I was producing. a good recipe for wholeness. Right? Okay. So, like, the show that I was producing, it ended. It was great. It was magical. Sold out all night. Right, mm-hmm. which was really big for me because it was my first, like, producing credit. So okay. he asked me if I want to go out and drink, and I'm like, yes, because I had already been drinking absinthe mm-hmm. before. Which Wait, I do absinthe? Not... You were drinking absinthe? Yeah, I took, like, a shot of absinthe during the show. And yeah, then after the show, <laughs> after, after the show, we put, like, absinthe in champagne, and then drink it like that. It's way better in champagne. But now, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Were they white? <laughs> um, the main character of the show, Mieko, she's black. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that's a nice thing. Yeah, she's black. Everybody else was white. Um, because that's but, just not an idea. I I can picture it. You know, that's a yeah, daring was- idea. When the director said that there was absence in the cabinet, I was just like, I'm going to get some of that during the show because the show happens and I'm not watching it. I'm, like, outside. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to just drink a little bit of it during the show. And then once the show was over, we had a bottle of champagne to celebrate closing, and then we put the absence in the champagne and drank it. So I say this to say I was pretty lit when we met at BBQ's. Mm-hmm. So we meet at BBQ's. I get, like, a, a margarita, right? But then I uh-huh. already had stolen a bottle of wine from the show, so I had a bottle of wine with me too. As oh, well you was as. having a good time. I yo, I first producing credit, I had to go all out. You feel me? I was like, oh, <laughs> something get fucked up, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm already a little lit. We get the margarita. I got the bottle of wine. He's just like, 
let's go back to my house. I'm like, okay, cool, why not? We go back to his house. We drink the bottle of wine. It's me, him, and his friend, right? Mm-hmm. Bottle of wine done, right? His friend leaves. It's just me and him. He's just like, let's go into my room and watch some Disney Plus. I'm like, I know. I know how. I know. I heard that line before. Exactly. <laughs> Disney Plus dick. That's exactly what it is. I heard you. Let's go watch Disney Plus, my guy. Mm-mm. When I tell you, he puts his mouth on my vagina. And then it's just like, you know, I'm kind of lit off the wine. Do we have to? And I'm just like, well, consent says we don't. So now, like, nothing happened except for, like, the two seconds of mouth on vagina. Um, and then I was just like, yeah, I don't think, you know. So I stopped hoeing. It's not always going to be a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm not. (laughs) Wow. So you're just like, fuck it, I'm done. This has only been, this has only been like two episodes. No, I'm going to keep hoeing. I'm going to keep hoeing. But like getting back on the horse of hoeing, this was not the way that I wanted it to work. This is not the way I wanted it to work. I wanted to, like, go out there, be a hoe, get my back blown out, and then, you know, maybe have, you know, just, you know, just what, it wasn't what happened. I'm going to keep going. You got to do some scouting. You got to do some scouting. Yeah, I'm going to keep going, but it was not a good time. Uh, Maybe this weekend we'll get your, we'll get your back going. Maybe. That's what I'm hoping. I'm trying to fuck somebody in a car, you know? Wow. Just because. Just because it might be an option. (laughs) Just because it might be an option. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, we'll let you know about that on episode seven. Okay. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, but yeah, that's, I guess, that's what's happening in my life. My show is done. I'm producing another show, but I'm happy to have a little bit less on my plate now so I can, Mm -hmm. like, Really trying to quit my to job. It. Yeah, I just want to find <laughs> a new job so I can quit the job that I have. Um, but yeah, so that uh, it's been like a good day today because I will. I did not go to work today, so I stayed home and watched Kim Possible on Disney Plus. And, uh, I love it. Kim Possible <laughs> was the shit. Yeah, Kim Possible really was. I gotta finish it so I can watch that for a reason. I can only watch one show. Oh yeah, not Raven Tone. That's good though. It's a good show. Just nah. not what I'm, not what I'm here for. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> okay. Well, as you already said, today's topic is exes, all things exes. So, where should we start? Um. Okay. Well, we can start off with uh, our exes. I guess, like, yeah, yeah. Let's start off with yeah. talking about our exes. And okay, then we have those. Yeah, we definitely do. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> am I going? Am I going in order, or am I just naming the ones that are like? I guess you can say like quote unquote relevant. I mean, they're not really relevant, but 
I mean, how far are we going back here? Because I'm not going that far back. I only have. I technically only have two oh, that nice. I care to talk about. That's nice. Um, so yeah, I'm like, <laughs> once upon a time, I was a serial romancer. I could <laughs> not be alone. Of so okay. many ex-boyfriends. By so many, I mean like four. But yeah, no, I only have two that actually like they they matter, but they don't matter. If you get what I mean. Mhm. But so the first one is like. He would be considered a high school sweetheart, although he was not. And dang, what do we call him? We just don't call him high school. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were what we we were together like off and on for like four years throughout high school, doing oh. all the dumb shit that you do with whoever you're with in high school. Mm-hmm. And then um uh, but I I guess am I supposed to say like if we're cool or not? Yeah. Oh yeah, me and him are cool. That's still my nigga to this day. Uh, what do we? Well, I graduated high school in 2013, so it's been what six years later. That's still mm-hmm. my nigga. And then mm-hmm. in a in a friend sense, and then um, the other one is Pocahontas. Uh, me and her were together for like three years. Um, after high school the person mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um but me and her actually are still cool as well so no i don't i mean even the ones that don't don't matter i don't really have i'm not on bad terms with any exes like ever from like even the little middle school friend you know little boyfriend things mm-hmm. we're all we're on good terms so those good are the two that yeah you know good for you I have like four ex boyfriends. Not all of them are equally important, but um, I had this guy I dated in middle school. His name was Suave. He's a homie to this day. Yeah. <laughs> to this day. Um, now nah, I fuck with him heavy. We he like my favorite person to go out and get drinks with because like before all of um, I've always been a pretty heavy drinker. Yeah. <laughs> so like before, before all of my friends caught up to my way of binge drinking, none Which of them my could really. Life. Yeah, none of them could really drink with me. So Suave is basically like a six foot something, very large, athletic black man. And <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but it's so and, funny. <laughs> And he and we would, you know, we would drink together. That's really how, because after we broke up, we kind of weren't friends. And then we became friends literally just by drinking together, just by being like, oh, I'm going to bring a bottle. Like, just not even, like, sex at first. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even start off as sex first. The sex came later. But at first it was just us getting a bottle and getting drunk and playing games. Which and then cool. Yeah. You should be able to. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't think everyone sees it that way, but I think if you're like, if you were in a relationship with someone, I think it's mm-hmm. nice to still be able to like. Not you don't necessarily have to hang out, but if we did, yeah. you know what I mean. It could be just you know normal platonic fun, and yeah. we could still have a good time. Like we should. I mean, we should have been friends in our relationship, so we should still. You know, if everything ends well, be friends after. Yeah, I'm not even going to hold you. That's been my shit since day one. Because my thing has always been, like, we liked each other. That's why we went out. 
Um, right. Just because things don't end out with us staying together, that doesn't mean that we don't have to like each other. Whereas exactly. just like I have exes that like there are things about them that like, okay, I'll never date you again, but I like you enough to continue to be your friend. Right, we can still but, be cool. Yeah, but like the relationship shit, the shit, you know, the stuff that my exes do while we're in a relationship together is what <laughs> is like, I can't, I will never go out with you again. But so that's Suave. He's the homie. Uh, then there was Chico, who was like my best friend in the entire world to this day. Like, he's the only person in this world I consider my best friend mm-hmm. because he's just the homie. Like, we dated when we were freshmen in high school. Uh, we stayed together for like two years. We broke up. Um, we weren't friends for a little bit because I dated his best friend right after. I'm gonna skirt over that and I'm not gonna explain. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I dated his best friend after, and then, um, then now you're after, his best friend. <laughs> yeah, now I'm his best friend, and <laughs> we don't even talk to that guy anymore. Uh, so third ex is Double D, who is Chico's best friend. Uh, we were together for three years, got engaged, um, most got fake married. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's not forget that part. Damn, that's crazy. We got real engaged and fake married. It was yeah. only fake because there was no certificate. Like, we never like, got there was the paperwork. Bro. Yeah, we definitely did. I'm just, uh, the shame. <laughs> the full-blown shame. Um, So, most... Like, toxic relationship I've ever been in, we just tore each other apart mentally, verbally, physically sometimes. Just awful. Just crazy. But we kept it, we kept, we kept it together for three years. Mm-hmm. You know? And then I broke up with him because I was just like, I can't do this no more. Um, and then that was, that was it. That was the end of our relationship. Um, but he's happy now, so good for him. Uh, and then my ex-boyfriend, my current, like, my most recent ex is Big Dick. Um, <laughs> I fuck with him. Nobody else in my life does. Nobody yeah. likes me. Not a single friend of mine likes this man. Because uh, he's trash now. He was lit before, like, me. When I, when I first met him, it was cool, like, and then me and my boyfriend and then Chanel and him would go on double dates. It was like mm-hmm. all good. And then he ended up being a piece of shit for just being Very a piece silly. of shit. Yeah. yeah. He was hands down one of the worst people I've ever dated in my life. Um, but I say this to say I still fuck that nigga pretty regularly. I'm exactly. <laughs> She's not lying. I still fuck him very regularly. Um, so, like, clearly, I'm dumb. But, regardless. It'd be like that. Be like uh, that. So, that's... <laughs> like, so that's, that's the very quick rundown of our Yeah, that's exes. a very quick rundown of our exes. Um, so, 
what do you like why do you think like why do you think being an ex is like such an interesting relationship because i feel like you ha- you're with somebody and then you mm-hmm. break up right and then it's just like now there's just like a whole bunch i feel like there's like rules like unspoken rules that you have to follow when you become somebody's ex um what do you mean like in terms of like and do you mean like in just like in a, plato- a platonic manner or like when people say there's rules like oh like we're not together, but we're still fucking types of thing. I think it's, like, when you go from the relationship from, like, being exclusive to being an ex, it's just, like, it's okay. expected that there's, like, no more, com- like, there's no more communication. Like, contact, yeah. Yeah, like, everything's cut off. Such a such. I, I think it, that. Is your phone dialing, too? I think that maybe me. I have very okay. high cheekbones. And they oh, always okay. touch the screen. <laughs> so oh, okay. That happens to me almost all the time. But okay. um, I think that those type of rules where people say, like, oh, we just broke up. You can't talk to me. I have to block you. I, you know what I mean? Like, I can't mm-hmm. do like, – I can't talk to you. I can't be supportive of anything that you're doing, or, you know, stuff like that. I think that's honestly either for people that are very immature mm-hmm. or for people that know – like it could it could go two ways. It could be for people that are immature, or it's for people that that absolutely know that that's the best way for them to get over that person. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I'm not that type of person. Like, like I've already like I've already said like I have exes that I'm still cool with. Like we don't talk every day, but if one or the other will hit each other, you know, just to see, you know, make sure that we're okay, or you know, make sure that everything is good, and and. And uh, to me and high school guy, we smoked together, like, quite a few times. So, like, it's just – and and we chop it up like normal, too, even, you know, his little sister and me and her. Like, it's just – but it's just a, a normal thing. And I, I guess I wouldn't even call it friends. We're just really good acquaintances, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Because, like, like you said, if you and I – or like me, if me and that person, we liked each other enough to get into a relationship, you know, to form something is because I've liked you as a person. And when me and you break up, you know, I may not have liked you as a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but I, you know what I mean? I still liked you as that, as that friend beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't, at least for the way that me and those people ended, it didn't change anything for us. We were still okay. able to separate the fact that, okay, we didn't work this way, but, you know, it worked in the beginning, you know, in a, like, as friends. And so that can okay. still happen because, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I still have love for you as a person, and I have nothing against you. And so that's why, I, oh, my gosh, that's why, like, <laughs> those those rules to me like mean they 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 just don't mean it. I'm never I don't know it's just it's just weird. I've never been that type of person to be like oh yeah that's my, that's my ass and then like I automatically just hate you and, and and wish the worst on you. That's just never been how I I have wished bad on people, but not <laughs> not any of my exes. That's just not something that I've ever done. I don't know. What do you think about those rules? I mean, my thing has always been, like, one, I personally usually date my friends, or, Mm -hmm. like, we were friends first. 
right. uh, before we started dating because like you know Same I don't here. know when I was younger I just thought it was romantic like oh my god like you're my best friend and then now we're in love right <laughs> yeah uh as an adult I prefer not to because as an adult I realize that I appreciate my friendships more than I appreciate romantic like I appreciate platonic love more than I appreciate romantic love um mm-hmm. and I feel like when you date a friend there's too much that can go wrong there like right. uh, there's too much like a negative outcome that could happen if you date a friend and it does not work out mm-hmm. so like now I kind of just like oh I have a friend we're friends is there something here absolutely not because I won't let it be because you're my <laughs> friend, and that means more to me than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, like, me now. But what I will say is, like, from being in relationships with people, uh, I've, very, I've, like, gotten an interesting idea of closure, I guess. You know? Okay. Because when I was younger, when I was dating people, like, when I was dating uh, Chico, after we broke up, he was like, I need space. And I was just like, I don't understand space. Like, I don't understand what you mean by that. I don't understand why we can't, like, why after we broke up, we can't just go back to being friends who don't have sex. Or, you know, right. friends who do have sex. But, like, <laughs> I don't understand why, like, you need to not be around me. Like, for the life of me, can't could not understand it. Right, and then he would get, mm-hmm. he would get so frustrated with me because I'm just like, hey, hey, what you doing? Want to do this after school? And he's just like, bitch, did I not tell you space? Like personal space, emotional distance, physical distance, please. And he's <laughs> like, oh no, but like I love you, be with me, like even if we're not together. And he's just like, nah, that's a dub. Go away, please. And then I dated his best friend, but. It wasn't until I was uh, dating Digbic that I understood why people needed space. Right. Because I was not, I was so thrown off by the fact that he broke up with me. Like, I was just, like, not prepared. I was like, this came out of left field. I thought we were good. So I was just like, if I stay around, maybe there's a chance that we might get back together. Right. Which I but, think is everybody's thought, like and like when people like can't get over their exes mm-hmm. and things like that. I think that's always our thought. Like if I'm still yeah. here showing you, you know, the good stuff that I can do or the good stuff in our relationship, maybe you change your mind. Mm-hmm. True. And what I didn't account for was the fact that like me and Big Dick are very much similar in uh, our emotional responses to things, or mm-hmm. at least like lack there of emotion. Right? So, like, Mm -hmm. this is probably the worst thing about myself. But, like, I will use you if you allow me to. Right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if it's at no cost to me and you just want to do things for me, I will allow it. And I won't particularly care how it affects you. Right? He is like that in the way of, like, I was just like, I will have sex with you. I will take you on dates. I will love you like you're my boyfriend. But, you know, you will still be out yeah. there fucking other bitches. And he let that rock, and I don't blame him for it because I do it too. But 
after I, like, took a step back and I was just like, I'm doing the shit that people do to me, and this is awful, and I was just like, I need some space, you feel me, to be, like, detached from this situation. Right. Right? And now we fuck pretty consistently because neither of us is really invested in the other. Yeah. But it's just like I've never had sex with him recently or, like, since we've been, like, I guess not, like, together recently. Have I thought, like, wow, this could be something again. I'm literally, like, all the time, like, you know, I got mad lucky, bro. But, like, as far as being in a relationship, that's a whole dub because I can't go back to that. I just didn't like me when I was with him is what I'll say. Wow. That is, one, the first time I'm hearing that. Two, (laughs) I, I think that it's great that and it's important that not just you, but just just everyone. Like when you, maybe you, like you're in that same situation where maybe you do decide to still deal with the ex or have sex with an ex, that so you can separate the physical, you know, from the emotional. And then if you're not able to do that, like you maybe should reevaluate what you're doing because that is so. Like I went through the same thing, like getting out of. Uh, the relationship with high school boy because <laughs> I feel so bad that I'm calling him high school boy, but that's what I'm going to call him. Um, because the same thing, like, we were like, as you can say, high school sweethearts. He took my virginity, so, you know, I went crazy. Because <laughs> that's what happens when someone takes your virginity. And then, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know how to separate the fact that, okay, this is done. Both of us, because, I mean, me, both of us, like, kind of did that we went back and forth with each other like the same way you said like okay i will allow, i will use someone if they allow me and we were doing mm-hmm. it to each other so like i was mm-hmm. using him he was using me we both probably knew it looking back we both probably knew it but mm-hmm. we both we both didn't stop you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it took it took me like getting into something with like getting into a relationship with Pocahontas to kind of like realize that you need to separate like the physical from the emotional while you're out there looking stupid like mm-hmm. and that's, that's so important because that really drives you crazy and it does a lot for your like your not necessarily your self-esteem but it does kind of fuck with your confidence a bit mm-hmm. so it the whole entire relationship we did this was just like because I feel like he got me at a very uh, height of Chanel-ism. Like, he got me when I was just, like, you know, I was feeling myself. I was just, like, I just got out of right. a city-ass three-year relationship. I'm good. I dated him. And then by the end of it, I was just, like, yo, I don't even really fuck with me like that. And I don't understand why he would. And it was literally all because he made me feel crazy. Like, he made me feel like I was losing my fucking mind. Mm. Which we've, like, talked about. Because, like, you know, the gaslighting was insane. Because it's just <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you cheat on me? And then hit me with the, oh, why would you look through my phone? Which I wow. hate. I hate that. 
because then it's just like maybe I am crazy because I didn't look through his phone. But also, you know, I did find something. So am I crazy? Or are you a piece of shit? What's the truth? What's the truth? <laughs> I've never, I've never looked into somebody's phone like, like, like with the feeling of like I'm being deceived. But if I did and I found something, it really doesn't matter. Like nothing matters as to why. Because if I, if I felt like I was being deceived, right, and then I looked in your phone and found nothing, then fuck it. But I looked in your phone and found something, so it really what's doesn't wild, matter why I looked. What's wild is. I look through everybody's phone. I'm just nosy. This has nothing to do with if I'm dating you or not. Like, Cassidy, if you gave me your phone, I would go through your messages. I wouldn't even be looking through I know you would. I just, exactly, because I'm nosy. The other, and I can't we were driving it. to the mall. Well, I was driving to the mall, but Chanel was with me. I forgot why I gave her my phone, but I told her beforehand that I needed it back for the GPS, but she was still in my phone. I'm just <laughs> fucking nosy. I have, like, I have personal space issues. I have, like, boundary issues just as a person. So it's just, like, every boyfriend I've ever had, I've gone through their phones. I'm not looking for anything. Like, I'm looking through my friend's phone. If you're a stranger, like, I shit you not. Uh, Joelle's friend, um, the one with the girlfriend? Uh, From the beach. He, yes. Okay. He gave me his phone, right? And I'm going through his messages. I don't even know this young man. He walks away, and I'm just like, hmm, who's Bob? What are they talking about? I'm dead. Like, I did, yo, this is, like, the second time I met this young man. And, like, I'm just, I have personal space issues. That's the problem. But, so I'm going through his phone, and I'm just like, huh, I wonder what they're talking about. And, of course, he's out here being unfaithful. And then what killed me was the fact that, like, while we were in a relationship, we had the conversation that's like, what do you consider cheating, right? Because mm-hmm. not everybody's cheating is the same thing. Like, some people are like, it's not cheating if you kiss somebody, but it's cheating if you have sex, you know? All that shit is cheating, the fuck? That's <laughs> everybody. So we had had the conversation, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't consider you, like, if you flirt with somebody through text, I don't consider it cheating as much as I consider it just, like, disrespectful. Disrespectful, right. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, he but was also, like, don't be flirting with no fucking body. That's a fucking fact. Don't do it. It's disrespectful. But I won't say you cheated on me. Right? But he mm-hmm. said it was cheating. He was just like, if I did it, it was cheating. And I'm like, heard you, so it's cheating. Like, wow. in the relationship, now it's cheating. And then that's what but you that, did. Did that hurt? I feel like that would hurt more. It it definitely hurt more because it wasn't even, it wasn't good. Like, you yourself said, like, you knew this was cheating when you did it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I said it wasn't and you're telling me it is, Mm -hmm. like, you knew your intent. Like, that, that's Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't fuck with this shit no more. And it's also, like, one of the reasons that I know we couldn't get back together now is because mm-hmm. when we talk about stuff and he opens his mouth, everything seems disingenuous, right? Mm-hmm. Like the emotional stuff, like the stuff that should probably mean something. I'm just like, I yeah. don't believe a word that comes out of your mouth no more. I and I just couldn't, 
I can't be in a relationship like that. But I'm going to fuck that nigga until the day I die, though. Because he's just his mom. Do you, sis? <laughs> Do you, sis? I want to go back to the cheating thing, right? So yeah. what do you consider cheating? I consider cheating anything. Um, I consider cheating anything that happens in a relationship while you're in a relationship with somebody else that you feel like you have to hide. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm the basically is, the same way. Like, if you got to lie to me about it, you're cheating. Because why, like, I'm not the one. You don't yeah. Be honest. A relationship, like, it, it's built on honesty and trust. So if exactly. you do some shady shit that you got to sit here and lie about or delete shit so I won't find out, that's cheating. I don't care if you ain't even do nothing yet, you're cheating because you're lying. <laughs> and, like, you got something in your heart that you feel like you can't share with me. And right. that's fucked up. Right? But also, like, if anything physical that you do with somebody who's not me is cheating. I don't care. I don't care. Like, you could get a dance, you could get a lap dance, you could go to the strip club, have bitches pussy in your face. But, like, as soon as the shit, as soon as the panties meet to the side and you touch her, it's <laughs> cheating. That's cheating. I'm the same way. Like, I don't care. Like, the dance and the shit, I don't care about. Like, some, mm-hmm. like okay, you seen that picture that was going around? This was, like, what, a year ago, two years ago, where the girl mm-hmm. was dancing and it was like, oh, um, what would you do if this was your girl? And you see her dancing with another guy. Not that I would do that, but it's just dancing. Like, it, well, it depends on the type of dancing that you're doing. Like, if you're ODing, you obviously have a problem. But if you're just I like, just, if you, no, because like if you if you over like okay, you ever been in a party and you be seeing the girls that be dancing, grinding, jumping on, leg up in the air, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. if you're doing that, we have a problem. We have a problem. I don't know. I just feel like it's a cultural thing because. Like, when you're black, grinding really, it, it looks sexual, but you can grind on somebody and then just walk away and then it's just like, hey, good dance, bro, right? But And then you I'm see, great. like, West Indian parties where it's just, like, the jumping on top of each other. Is it really a party if you ain't do a split, if you ain't jump off a ladder and land on a bitch's ass, you know? Mm-mm. See, but I think it depends, like, okay, like, I think for I me. Feel like if. Yeah, like it's it's sexual for me, I guess, because like okay, for me, like if me and my if me and my boyfriend, like okay, we've been to a, a few parties together, we've been to a few bars together, and we be dancing, and then you get lit too, like then then you you know you winding on your nigga, you turn around, you give him the eye, that's the we going home eye, like that's that you need to be ready when we get. Oh, you know. what are we talking about right now? Are we talking about going to a party with your significant other or going? No, to I'm just a talking party about dancing, separately. like. Like your okay. significant other dancing with someone else can be sexual because once you, once that if it's you know if it's a guy with some other guy, once that girl turn around and give him the eye, that's that's open door. All right. So if you and Tyro went to a party together, mm-hmm. and another girl danced on him, you would you be cool with that? Uh, he wouldn't do it, so it wouldn't even matter. I know he, he wouldn't, <laughs> he would. but would you be okay with it? Yo, I, I wouldn't care. I, I've told him like he could, like he could dance with girls, and I don't necessarily mm-hmm. care. He doesn't do it though. Like he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Not even he doesn't do it because I mean he generally just doesn't want to do it. So I don't. I don't. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tyrell is like fucking insane. This one time. <laughs> <laughs> this one time because they have a den in their house. 
So this one time I got dressed in the den. Tyrell didn't see me going to the den. He turned around and saw that I was in pajamas. He's just like, I know you didn't fucking change behind me. I'm like, so what if I did? He's just very respectful of just just everything. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. But, like, it was so fucking funny because I'm like, Tara, what if I did? What if I did? And it's normal like, for us. So I I knew you around. were there. I didn't yeah. care. It's normal for us. And and even so, when when he says stuff like that, I'd be like, yo, what are you doing? It's just it's just shut up. Because it's regular for us to like change and stuff like that. And and we don't. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, Chanel would just like rip off her shirt in front of Tyrell. We'll still make an effort to be out of sight. Oh but yeah, of course. It's yeah. It's still like it's normal for you, us. So we don't care. He didn't even turn around. Like I was completely changed while he when he noticed that my my clothes changed. He was tight because he thought that I did it, and he like, but like regardless, he didn't turn around. Yeah, he's so very hella respectful. <laughs> hella respectful. It's a beautiful thing, bro. It's just funny. yeah, it is. Especially like in contrast to like my Most previous. Yeah. yeah, first of all, most niggas, period, but also, like, my previous yeah. relationships, and I appreciate it because, like, I don't have, to, like, and I shouldn't have to watch him or, you know what I mean, yeah. or, or like, I've had friends that they be with their guy, and, like, this is before we're walking into an event or before, you know what I mean, we're going somewhere, and they got to break down the rules for their nigga, um, and before like, they go in there like exactly and i don't have to i don't have to do none of that so i i appreciate mm-hmm. like being with him I, we've never had a conversation of necessarily boundaries we've never had to mm-hmm. and so that always and every time like me and him have conversations and i'm and i'm with him it brings me back to how i was with exes and you know how they were with me, and I mm-hmm. and I appreciate it because I do. You know, I don't necessarily like, uh, like I don't know how to explain it, but like we've we've had conversations just about past relationships, um, not necessarily in like a like in a I'm damaged, you need to watch out kind of way, but we just chop mm-hmm. it up like friends, and we just talk about previous. We've talked about previous relationships. And kind of just laughed at them, kind of thing. But he's also mindful of the things that I told him that hurt me, and mm. he does. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't do those things. Like there's never been a moment in my relationship now where I felt like, like, I felt the same moment that I had when I was in a previous relationship. That's nice. I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really yeah, nice. like it. Ha- I mean, I've been there before, not with him, but like, okay, like when I was. Once I stopped going out with high school boy, and then I ended up with Pocahontas, and mm-hmm. I mean she was she was great too, but she wasn't perfect. And so there were moments mm-hmm. where I I felt like I was back in you know what I mean in that high school relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you know sometimes when you feel like you're back in a place like I don't know how to explain it. like say if you're with person number one. And they and they hurt you. You break up with them, and now you're with person number two. And person number two does the same thing. It kind of hurts, like double, like you're hurt from before. Kind of gets 
like it's a domino effect and it's like tagged on to that hurt in the second mm-hmm. relationship. And so I hate Tyrell because he just walked in the room <laughs> and he's like tiptoeing, looking dumb, trying to be all polite. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nah, but like, like so, yeah, like the hurt just keeps getting like double every time somebody hurts you and does the same thing. So it's refreshing not to to feel that again multiple I fucking times. Like, no, nah, I feel like I like what's crazy is I just had I'm constantly in awe of when I think I'm over shit and then it all comes back. Right. Right. Oh, and man. I just had this moment. I was at Big Dick's house. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had gone, I had gone to go use the bathroom. So I left his room and I went to go use the bathroom. And there was this one time and all the lights were off. It was mad dark. And all of a sudden I was back in my relationship with Double D. And all I could remember is this one time when we were at his brother's house. Mm-hmm. And all the lights were off and he hid in the corner so he could scare me. Right. And then I'm, like, flash forward to me being in Big Big's house, and all I could think about was this nigga is in a corner, and he's about to fucking terrify me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's all I could think about. And I was just like, yo, that's fucking weird. So when I got back to his room, I was just like, yo, I'm fucking triggered, bro. <laughs> I genuinely went like mentally back to that space where I'm like this nigga is about to fucking pop out of the corner and I'm gonna hit right. the floor hard. Right? It's always because the that's thing that he don't fucking notice. Exactly. And then he's looking at me like Chanel, why would I do that? Why would anybody do that? And I'm just like I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's yo, that's what it is. It's like I like everything is rushing to me at once. I can't process. I just know I've been here before. Exactly. Like, and it's just like, damn, that's crazy. And then like one of the um one of the things that is one of the reasons that like uh I say this all the time. Out of all of my exes, if I was to go back out with one of them, it would be Chico. Not even because there was like there's so much love and romance and passion, but like he was the person I dated that treated me the best. Mm. And that's why he's my best friend. But there were so many moments with uh, dating Double D and dating Big Big that I was just like, wow, these niggas is kind of the same a little bit. Um, <laughs> because they both, like, they both had this overarching um, just thing about them that made me feel put up with. Mm, I could no like, meeting both of them, I can understand. Like, just, I can see that right away. Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, like a, I, you know, like this right here, this love that I give you is just like, you're not going to find this anywhere else. This is the best you're going to get. Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, they made me feel like I was difficult to put up with. And therefore them putting up with me was a gift. Mm. You know, like I should be appreciative of the fact that they, you know, use this precious time to be with me. Right. So you looking back, right, and in acknowledging that feeling, do you think that it's something that, I guess, that you look for when dating other people? If You know know what I mean? Like, 
like a red flag almost? Is that something that you look for when you're dating other people? It's honestly not because I don't really think that, like, I don't think that I necessarily, like, it's something that I always realized afterwards that I was just like, damn, these motherfuckers really just be, like, make me feel put up this. Like, mm-hmm. like, this is hard for me, and I'm doing you a favor. Right. Right? But I won't, I don't know if I, like, if I look for it. Or if it's just like something in me that you feel that after. Yeah. Do you feel but, like you felt like is it something that? Okay, you know how people kind of say like they could kind of feel when their relationship changed, like when it really ended emotionally. Do you feel like maybe in the beginning it wasn't like that, and then maybe as time as things start to get a little rocky, it became that way. I don't know, because I, I genuinely always think that I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's also a part of it, because, like, I always enter situations thinking that I'm the issue. So it's just right. like, of course, these people are putting up with me because I'm the problem. Right? Which is yeah. why I enjoyed being with Chico, because he never made me feel like I was the problem, but he would tell me when I was the issue. As you should. Like, I, I think where honesty just like, is key. Where it's just like, because I'm just not an emotional person, like, at mm-hmm. all. Like, I'm very guarded. I'm very, like, I don't want to talk about things. Uh, if we get into an argument and we're in a relationship, I will legit be like, I'm done having this conversation and walk away and won't have to talk about it again. And this is why we can never date. <laughs> That's exactly why we could never date. <laughs> <laughs> Because I just feel like all of my friends are very, like, we have to talk things out. And I'm just, like, I'm really cool with just letting this sit and not addressing it. Um, But also, Chico was not okay with that either. Because he was just like, nah, 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 nah. What we're not going to do is this. He's just like, you did this. It made me feel like this. We need Mm -hmm. to fix it. And I'm just like, oh, that's crazy. Um, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I, I guess I have to now that you're like so adamant about it. Mm-mm. Right, as opposed to like when I was with Double D, where it was just like the only way we could express our emotions was through anger. So like all we did for like three years was scream at each other and then cry and have sex. I'm sure the sex was good at least. <laughs> the sex was bomb, bro. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> sex is usually always good. Yeah, the sex was bomb, but like, damn, relationship <laughs> is trash, man. Mm-mm. And then I also feel like that's another thing. I'm just like such a sexual person. If you mm-hmm. put it down, I'm a fall in love, and I can't help it. <laughs> I think that just, I think that just, ha- like, you, that just happens when you, like, digmatize. It happens. Yeah, but I get digmatized so easy, bro. It's like, if you fucking write at least, like, four times, it's like, damn, this might be my husband, my girlfriend, my wife, my partner for life. You feel me? <laughs> all of the above. All of that. Right? That's mm-hmm. why I really just be, you know, if you have, if we had sex and it was really good, but I don't want to be with you, you'll never hear from me again. 
Yeah, like if I wanted to be with you and then like the sex was great, you would have to like kill me to get rid of me, bro. Like, like I've already liked you. Your shit is good. What else could go wrong? Because like my shit has always been like, all right, if if the sex is really really good, and you are a person that I can't see myself with, if the sex is really good, I still might cuff you. I'm dead. Nah, it's not happening. Yeah. You got to have like, the, I need the whole package. Like, you got to be I bomb, and then the I sex is the bomb. Nah, I do. That's how that real got me. Like, I don't need the whole package, and that's sad to say. But, like, yo, I be digmatized crazy. So, like, if it's good, you you might have me. You feel me? Even if I don't really want to be with you, I'm still, like, you going to rope me into some shit. <laughs> Well, that's why if the sex is good and I don't want to be with you, you only you probably only heard from me once. Because I gotta separate myself from that negativity. So like, I you have ever a seen that meme? What meme? That's like it's like um, if your dick is gonna have me rolling on the grass fighting your baby mom, I want it. That's me. Oh no, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb that's dick. That's dick that's that makes me. you do dumb ass things. That's not that's good dick. That's sex. devil that's dick. Me. That's me. I don't want to do that. I got saying, a baby mom first of all. That's why I stay away from niggas like that. Like, if you put really bomb dick on me, I can't come back. If you're not, you not husband material, you only hurt from me one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are husband material and the dick is bomb, call me. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hit me, hit me up. <laughs> right. Don't forget we about that blind date shit we said last episode, okay, y'all? Okay. It's some fans. All the players. I love bitches. <laughs> they just don't like me. I'm dead. You just ain't find the right bitch. That's all. That's but what's the yeah, so I have a question. question. Yeah. So it was on that list of questions that I sent you earlier. Yeah. It's kind of random, but it's not random. So if you're... If your exes, right, let's just say all of them, just because that makes it fun. If all of them, right, were having a baby right now, how would you feel? What would you do? Um, All of my exes having a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, if Slave had a baby, I'd be happy for him. I mean, I'd be happy for him because, like, good for him. Like, if he wanted the baby, I'd be happy for him. Um, <laughs> what? If he wanted like, the baby? Well, yeah, like, if he was happy about being a father, then I'd be happy for him. If he didn't want to be a dad, I'd be like, damn, that sucks to you. Um, mm. Also, you know, his family. You right about that. That's what I was thinking. He might yeah. not have wanted the kid because of his family, but you know, yeah, I was like, let me not say too much. Um, if Chico, if Chico had a baby, I'd be so fucking happy because that's my godchild off the bat. Won't be my first god baby if you have a baby before you and Tyrell. I know that if he had a baby right now, it wasn't planned. It was a mistake, and he's probably tight. But I'm I was happy. about to say, if he did have a baby before me and Tyrell, it would definitely not be planned. Yeah, it was a mistake. But I'd be done happy because that's going to be my godchild. If Double D had a baby, to mm. be determined. I can't. 
that's like a that's like a, a level I have not reached yet because I think I just really got over like the feelings of anger about him still being alive. Mm-hmm. Whereas, just like I feel like our my relationship with him as an entity is so strange because I never disliked him because he has a girlfriend. I just disliked him because he didn't respect our friendship. Right. Well, it's just like it'd be different if, it, like, he was my best friend before we started dating, and then he got a girlfriend, and it was just like, dude, this peace out. So, like, my anger is really rooted in the fact that he didn't respect our friendship. Now he's gonna have a baby, and it's not gonna be my god baby, and it should have been, you know. Mm mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that mature. We could be cool, but I'm not trying to be no god mommy to nothing. Nah. But. Also, like, he broke up in such a shitty way that I was right. like, you know? It's just, there are layers to that. So I'm not going to say I'm going to be happy or upset about it. Like, I'm just going to be like, wow, that's crazy. Okay. Like, I'd have to, like, <laughs> not think about it too much. Like, that'd be mm-hmm. one of those things that I'd have to sit down and, like, not come back to. Um, If Big Big had a baby, that would fucking throw me the fuck off. <laughs> I don't like, that fucked me up, because one, I just, like, I wouldn't even know what to do, because we talk about this all the time, and the fact that I feel like if he got somebody pregnant, he'd get married, and he's just like, I'm not the type of person, and I'm like, I feel like you're lying. <laughs> so basically, you'd be tight because you feel like he lied to you all the time? Nah, I'd be tight because, like, like I said, the dick is gone, and I feel like he's going back, and if he gets married... That means I can't go back. It's over. It's done for. I gotta go find another nigga with a bomb dick. Unless they have an open marriage. You see, yeah, you can't close yourself happen. off from the option. You never know. Can't that's close yourself off from the option. We talked about the same nigga who cheated on me with what he thought was cheating. And then got <laughs> We broke up. Yo, we broke up and then he said he couldn't trust me. That's, that's the dumb shit niggas do, bro. I'm like, you cheated on me. You can't trust me. Yeah, so if he had a baby, I'd be safe. Because, like, mm-hmm. that just means that there's no more dick. Like, the dick bro <laughs> has dry. You feel me? Like, the dick bro has gone Fill it up with different dicks. Fill it up with different dicks. Who got time, though? Like, who has the time? Mm-hmm. But, okay. That's it. I wouldn't care. I'd care mm-hmm. about him. Not the rest of me. He said, I care about them, not the rest of them. All right, here's another one. Which ex do you feel has taught you the most about love? Uh, Chico. Hmm. Wasn't expecting that answer. Yeah. I'm going to say Chico because, like, we were so young. Mm-hmm. Like, we dated when we were, like, 14, 15. Um, and... I just feel like I didn't, I haven't dated somebody who was like, like all encompassing love since. Mm-hmm. Because he was just like, I love all parts of you. Even the parts of you that I don't like, I still love him. And I don't feel like I've like, you know, had that again. Because, like, with my other exes, it was just like, wow, there's this thing that you do that I don't like. And it makes me like you a little bit less. 
damn. Like, I think my relationship with him, like, taught me unconditional love. Damn, that's sweet. Yeah. What's crazy is, like, this, I've, I've told him this before on, you know, rare flights of fancy when I get emotional. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I really fuck with you, my guy. What does he say? He's right here. Like, I'm like, yeah, I really fuck with this dude. He's like, okay. Every, you know, you know, you know, what's crazy is when we were dating, he was so fucking clean all the time. Like, he was the emotional one, right? And then mm-hmm. we broke up. And then now I'm the one that's constantly like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with you. You're my best friend. You mean so much to me. And he's just like, you know, he's calm as fuck down. <laughs> And I feel like it's because what I said, like, platonic love means so much more to me. Right. Where it's just like, I don't, you know, I never stop thinking about ways to show my friends how much I love them. Like, I really, over here, like, damn, you know, I really love y'all. Like, I fuck with y'all. All right, here's another one. Is there, like, I don't know if you want to apply to all that, just one, but, or you can choose one if you want, but mm-hmm. um, is there a relationship uh, where you regret how things turned out? Yes. Mm. I regret how which things one? turned out with double D. Mm. More so not the breaking up thing, but everything else? I just feel like if we were more mature, we mm-hmm. would have been able to end our relationship sooner before it was irreparable. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I don't think we'll ever be cordial. Like, I don't think we'll ever be friends again. I don't think there'll ever be, like, a space in time where we'd ever be in the same room and it wouldn't be awkward. So mm-hmm. I would have, I don't know, done something so, like, that would not have been the case. Like, I would have, hmm. I don't know, broken up sooner or broken up more amicably than I did. Like, than he did. Right. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Everybody else, we cool. Like, and I say this because, like, I, I tend to be a very, I'm not even going to say forgiving because I don't forgive nobody for nothing. But <laughs> I'm able to push past stuff to, like, be cordial or to be friends with somebody. Right. Like, like I said, the only ex that never did me dirty was Chico. But I'm able to, like, push past it to, like, you know, let it not affect our relationship. Right. It took me a long time to figure out how to do that. Like, even with exes and just friends. Mm-hmm. Like, how to really just, like, be a grown-up. And, you know, mm-hmm. let some of that shit that once you look back, it doesn't really matter that much. Like, let mm-hmm. it go. It took me a long time to to learn how to do that. And I've learned how to do that from high school guy. Because mm. I, like, I didn't have hate. Like, we never had hate towards each other. But just learning how to let go of those unnecessary feelings, period, it took me a long time to figure out even where to fucking start. Okay. But now I know how to do that. And... You know, you know, 
I learned how to do that so early on in life solely because I don't like conflict. And I feel like it's very hard to end things sometimes without there being a conflict. So I just have learned to just, you know, push past things. Sometimes conflict is not, it's not always bad. It's not. I agree. But, like, I just, like, you know, not wanting to deal with conflict has, like, taught me how to move past things. Mm. Because it's just, like, if I don't have conflict, like, if I choose not to involve myself in a conflict, how does one mm-hmm. get over things? And then, like, while still, like, letting it settle in your spirit and being okay. Like, I, I guess it's just because that's the way that you, I won't say that you've learned, but that's just the way that you've learned to let things go. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, for me, the way that I let things go is to let it out, express it, and then if, if it's with me and another person, then me and that person can come to a middle ground. And that's how I learned to let things go. Because I can't, I can't function if I still have stuff to say. Like, I, mm-hmm. I need to, whether it be to that person, which is usually to that person, but I have to say what I have to say. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Like, so, like, that's the way that I have to get over things. And, and, you know, I do try sometimes to hold it in maybe a few hours, a few minutes. Sometimes mm-hmm. I make it a few days. Very rarely do I make it that long, but it just it's just so much easier for me to just say what I have to say, that person say what they have to say, and then we could just we could squash it there early and it doesn't even need to like fester or anything. It could just be done. It's so hard for me not to like do that. I don't know. Okay. Let me see. We've been talking about exes for quite a while. Yeah, so, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, I got um an advice here so the title of it says oh this is not the right one the title of it says my girlfriend is on vacation with another male who is single um which he paid almost seven thousand dollars for so they are both oh wow so they are both 24 so it says my girlfriend planned a vacation uh which is 11 days in dubai with a guy who is 45 years old um, that she had feelings for three years ago, but now she only looks at him as a friend. Um, He has feelings for her, and she knows it, but she said that nothing will happen, and she told him that as well, and he still wants to go. So the boyfriend says, I know the guy a little bit, and what she's told about me, he would not make a move when she doesn't want it, and she trusts him. The problem is the guy doesn't know that they are together, and that she just got out of a, oh, the guy doesn't know that they're together because she got out of a different relationship of two years and doesn't want to make it public again as they've only been together for four months. So um, he said he got together with her one month after she booked the trip, and so they didn't know each other when they made the plans. Um, They talked about it, and she said it would go to waste because he paid for everything, and she already took the days off. And they had no money. They had a, he wrote this weird, but uh, they don't have basically like trip insurance to cover it if they canceled the trip. Uh, 
so she he says now she flew already on the trip and he misses her and he's scared of what could happen um he says they've had contact every day but he doesn't want to annoy her and he wants her to enjoy the trip uh he said she said talk to her too but she wants to make the best of it um and do we have a tip on how he can handle it better should he ask her if anything happened between them and uh when she comes back or would that show his distrust he basically he said i'm really um just insecure about it so what do you think about that i don't know because i don't think i would have gone on the trip if i was her like just in general or if she like in a relationship because she planned it, it was already put, it was already paid for a month before her and her yeah, boyfriend got together. If I was in a relationship, solely because I just think four months is like not enough time to like test your relationship like this. Right. Whereas, just like I feel like if they were had been together for like a year or so, like if they were already pretty set in the fact that like they're who they want to be with, mm-hmm. kind of thing then it wouldn't have been a problem her going on a trip with her ex-boyfriend. But, like, I get the fact that there's no trip insurance and I hate losing money. Right. See, I don't know. I'm conflicted because I feel feel like if we were only – it's weird. Because it's like, okay, we were, if we're only together for a month, like, you know, it's pretty kind of early. I might only be halfway your girlfriend. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, might st- I might still go on that trip. But, like, I feel like if we were in, like, if we were in a relationship longer and it's somebody that you have, feel- like, you guys have feelings for each other, you may say that you don't have it now, but you have feelings for each other at some point. And you're about to take a trip to Dubai, which looks beautiful. He paid over $7,000 for it, so you're probably going to stay somewhere really freaking nice. Yeah, obviously probably going to have, you know, if y'all drink, y'all going to have some alcohol, y'all going to have fun. I would assume that there's going to be, like, something sexual or at least a mishap or something going on. So if I was further in my relationship, I wouldn't go. If I was a month in, maybe, I probably would definitely go if there wasn't no trip insurance. <laughs> if I was him, mm-hmm. though, like, and and then, and maybe this just may be for, like, the way that I am when I'm dating people. Like, I've never dated anyone that I haven't been, like, I haven't gotten into a relationship with after. And everybody that I have gotten into a relationship with, uh, we've been together for three plus years, literally every person, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I wouldn't get into a relationship with someone that I would just like, I mean, everyone has worries. It happens, but I personally don't get into relationships with people that I would have to have those worries with, if that makes sense. And so I just feel like for him, if he's like really panicking this way, he should probably have a conversation with her when she gets back. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with him asking if anything happened because, I mean, you say that she's your girlfriend. I don't see the problem with asking. And hopefully she's honest. If something did happen, she tells you. And if something doesn't happen, you know, she'll still be honest with you, know, with you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also don't think there's anything wrong with showing 
your distrust. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As long as you're not, like, being, like, really crazy about it, as long as you're honest about how you feel, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, uh... Huh. I feel like it's weird because, one, I just feel like four months isn't enough time to feel secure in a relationship to deal with that kind of issue. Right, you know? exactly. Like, your relationship not strong enough yet. I feel like you at least, you at least got to be together for a year before you're out here taking vacations for chat. Um, so I don't think that his distrust comes from, like, I don't think it's weird that he's, like, he, like doesn't completely trust her. Because it's right. like you haven't had enough time to actually trust her. Right. But, like, you know, so he definitely should talk to her when she gets back. And he I hope should. that she's, like, understanding yeah. of the fact, like, of how he feels. Yeah. I also, But, you know, also I'm thinking about it, too. Like, okay, if they got together a month after she booked the trip, like, have they really had this conversation? Because then that means that you know, it's been, they've been together for four months. That means it's been three months since he found out about this trip. Like, has he been, like, have they been, you know, having a conversation about it? Has he just been stewing about it? I doubt that they're, I doubt that they had a conversation about it if he's asking for advice. Also very true. Yeah. Yeah, that could also be an issue. Maybe, you know, maybe things would have went differently if he probably would have been more vocal about it. Some people would you know, actually risk the money, you know. That's true. For this. Not I. Some people do that. I, I mean, mean, I would if it was like, you know, I don't like it. I wouldn't want to do it. I'd also want to go to Dubai. I think you should just pay for a ticket. Yeah, right? Or, <laughs> you know, she could have at least paid to, like, get her stuff changed or something. Like, something yeah. could have happened. Something. It didn't have to. It might I would have been like, been like take a, the days off. It's going to be the three of us. Yeah, something, you know what I mean? Like, there's always another possible way. It might not be the most ideal way, the most easiest way. There's other ways. Mm-hmm. Something could have happened. Whether it's like, like not going, them three going, nobody going, something could have happened. Nah, nobody going is not an option. <laughs> either, either I'm going to give the guy his $7,000 back if me and my boyfriend go. nothing. Or me and my boyfriend go, or my boyfriend pays for a ticket and all three of us go, or me and my boyfriend have a conversation in which he's content with me going by myself. But nobody not going is not an option. <laughs> like, if I got to give homie the money back and me Never. and my boyfriend just go on a trip together to Dubai, that's cool. If he really want to go to Dubai, then my boyfriend coming. If my boyfriend can't come, then he got to get used to the idea. Mm-mm. $7,000 is a lot of money. That's a trip. That's a, that is a lot of money. That's a good trip. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, guys, if any of you have any other, you know, any girlfriends heading to Dubai with their old niggas, hit us up. Uh, yeah, we got it She's not, yep, yeah, pod at gmail.com. That's I'm single. She's not pod at gmail.com. Because yes, he is giving out these gems. Oh, these gems all the time. Dropping gold week. and diamonds, a little bit of platinum. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like, for real. So what have you been doing in your pursuit of happiness? Uh, in, in my pursuit of happiness. 
Um, I don't know. I think I've just been taking step back and trying to figure out what exactly it is that I want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been contemplating moving out of New York. Um, I've been contemplating reasons to move out of New York. I've been looking um, at grad school in London. Oh, shit. You going far, far. I mean, it's a possibility. I, it was recommended to me that I should probably get my graduate's degree in transmedia art. Mm-hmm. So I was just, like, looking up places that I could go to get that graduate degree. And the oh, school okay. of London happened to be one of them. And I was just like, that's not, that doesn't sound like an awful idea. Mm-hmm. Not. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just, like, trying to really, you know, about to be 25 in January. So I'm just like, what do I, what, where do we go from here? What do I really want to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I've been doing. In my pursuit of happiness, I haven't been doing anything new. I've just been, like, just trying to, the same thing I said, like, in the first two episodes where I've just been talking to people that I, love more and care about more so that's what I've been doing like since me and uh, my boyfriend moved out here I mean we we didn't like call our parents as much as we should not for anything particular we both love our parents but you know it just life just keeps moving you know whether you want it to or not and so we didn't call them as much so I've just been making an effort to call you know my trying to make effort to call my parents more and um, we call his parents more, and which is funny because last time we called, his mom just knew I was the reason why, <laughs> and screamed mm-hmm. thank you over the speakerphone because <laughs> she knew I was the reason why he called. So we just, I mean, I've just been um, doing that, and it's been fun. I mean, not fun, but like it's been good, and it feels good to to like kind of just. I won't say, like, be around, because I'm obviously not around, because I'm not in New York, but still be, you know, still be around, be there, be active, and uh, reconnecting with some friends that I guess you can say I ghosted. I'm just a bad texter, (laughs) and I don't like when people call me, so I just... Anybody but me. Even you. <laughs> but Chanel's also the only person I talk to on the phone besides my mom. So like Yeah, I've just been, you know, reconnecting with those friends and making plans to, you know, cuz it it wasn't friends that like we had any issues. I just really don't respond to people sometimes for no reason. And so, just been making plans with a few of those friends and trying to get back into the hang of things. So that's what I've been doing in my pursuit of happiness. Wait. Yeah. But yeah, that's it, y'all. Episode six. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Oh, it'll be... Well, I guess we'll give you guys a recap on Thanksgiving and our popping ass weekend for Cheyenne's birthday and Chanel's whole dream. Yes, my whole so, My whole dream. <laughs> yes. Patent pending. Yeah, exactly. So, episode seven will fill you guys in. 
So yeah, you can like we said, email us your advice or whatever you like at I'm single she's not pod at gmail dot com. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at I'm single she's not pod. You can follow me on Instagram at chassis remain dot remains, which is C H A S S Y dot R E M A I N S. And you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Quinn. Q-U-I-N-N dot B underscore underscore. Yeah. Yeah. I changed my Instagram handle to producer because I am one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, y'all go follow Chanel here up so y'all can stay uh, updated on all of her shows that she's going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that you guys can come. We're also posted on the podcast page as well. But, you know, you can, you know, get to know each of us personally uh, on our Instagram pages. So that's it, you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.